0: Hey, what's up guys, this is Fairy Child coming to you from the streets of Harlem. And it's the afternoon, it's 12.02 p.m. and I'm feeling amazing. You know, I've been so busy working like the regular, like all of us, all we do out here is stay on the grind. But I wanted to find a little bit of time to sit down and talk to you guys and share where I'm at right now and how I feel and just certain things that I wanted to talk about. And what I wanna talk about is love and what I wanna talk about is commitment and i just feel like is there a timing on love is there a timing on commitment is it a time like how long should you wait to tell your partner that you love them should you just tell them when you feel it or should you wait a time like is, should it be like months or weeks or i don't know is it a limit on love so basically this is what this podcast is about is there any limits on love and basically what i mean by that is it's just like what is the limit right like if you meet someone and you you guys are clicking and everything is great do you have to give yourself a time frame before you can say I want to just be exclusive with you or do you just go with your heart and you go with your soul me I'm an old-fashioned girl and I feel like I've been in relationships my whole life like long-term relationships I've never been a girl that was like a serial dater I've never been that girl. I don't know, maybe it's because my parents were married so long and my grandparents were married long. It's just that I've never been that girl that, like, a serial dater. But this is a whole new generation, and the way people meet each other now is either through social media or dating sites or whatever. I don't know what me growing up. I'm an 80s baby. Me growing up as a kid... Um, or a teenager, when I would go out to my friends to a dance or something, or we would go to the movies, we'll see a group of guys and they were cute. We exchange numbers, and that's how it worked back in the day. You write your number down on a piece of paper, you give them your beeper number or whatever the situation, and that's just how it happens. Now I think that the game is so saturated with so many options. There's so many dating sites, there's so many um, options, so many ways to find, you know, a partner. And I think that's what makes it a little saturated. And I think it also makes it a little watered down because I feel like if you have so many options to choose from, how could you really reflect and and dedicate all your time to that one person that is like, listen, got you jonesing. This person got you jonesing. You know, you get along, the chemistry is great, the vibe is great and everything is great. But there's so many other options. Maybe you are a beautiful woman and you have so many men that wanna date you take you out and you you're dating this guy and this guy is great and you guys are having a good time but there's so much pull there's so much temptation vice versa you could have a guy attractive guy and he's dating a woman and he's into her but he has so many other options of women that is dragging and calling and you know so the thing about it is what is the limit on love should you what do you do when you meet someone and you guys click right and the vibe is just amazing it's just like a really dope vibe you know it's you don't need the bells and the whistles or the extra things to make it fancy it's just a good vibe and you start really liking the guy and you really start liking the girl what is the time to tell this person like look what are we going to be are we going to be exclusive or are we just dating because i feel like sometimes as women men you guys hello men will meet a woman right and He can be into her or whatever situation. I think once they start being intimate, then it's like he already hit the jackpot because that's his whole motive. The goal is to be intimate with this woman. So now what? Like, what are you guys going to do now? Now you're going to continue being intimate with no title. That's how friends with benefits start. I think if women... I might say men don't get treated like that, like a, beep, a booty call, because I'm sure there's a few guys out there that will go to a female's house and she'll hit it and then kick you out. She won't even call you an Uber. At least the guy called the girl an Uber. Shorty is not, she is like, nope, you're not spending the night. No, my kid is here and you know, the whole night. But with a guy, he would sit there and be intimate with the woman and take her on dates and do these things, but there's no title. And then the woman gets involved with the guy and then she's like, what the hell is going on? And then he's like, oh, I thought we were just having fun. So I think we need to set boundaries. There should be a limit to love, you know, because if you're out here loving everybody, then what does that say about you? Honestly, does that mean that you're really just a genuine lover? Or does it mean that you're just taking advantage of other people's love? So that's another story. So I think when it comes to love, You should just go with your heart. And if you get hurt, then God damn it, you get yourself up, you dust off, and you fight for another day. This is the whole beauty of life, beauty of life. We're not going to be perfect. It's not going to be in a a beautiful package. It's going to be messy sometimes, and and life is going to throw you like curveballs. But at the end of the day, I think once you master what you represent and how you feel, once you master that, then no one can take advantage of you. No one can overuse or over abuse your love. No one can mistreat you unless you let them. And that's a fact. Because um, I had a situation that happened not too long ago. I don't want to get into details. You know, I'm not going to talk about it. I'll talk about that on another podcast because right now things are still, you know, unsolved. So once we get a final... Decision, then we'll talk about it. But I'm, I'll save that for another day. But no, as far as love goes, um, I just feel like for me, I can only speak for me. I don't know how you guys feel. I just feel like I'm in a place of my life right now where I am so happy. Like, I think if you guys listen to some of my podcasts, like back in February or a little further back, you always hear my passion and my, my, um, my eagerness to find love. But you will also hear my hurt, and you hear my pain. And right now, I am in a place of my life where things are not perfect, but I am so content. Not saying that this is it, this is the grand finale, because I have so much more to do, but I'm very happy. And the reason why I'm so happy is because I found love. And I found the best love anyone could ever find. And the love that I'm talking about is with me, with myself. I am so in love with Taniqua Lachey, Carthens. You have no idea. I thought when I was in my early 20s, and even my like 30, like early 30s, I'm 36 now, that I thought I thought I knew what loving me was, and I didn't have a clue. I thought I did. I didn't have a clue. I know what it feels like to be in love with yourself, and I'm not coming from a narcissistic point of view. I'm not a narcissist. I am so in love with me and the reason why I'm in love with me is because I, I I, was at a place after losing my parents where I didn't love me. I didn't appreciate the values and the things that I brought to the world. I didn't see my creative side. I didn't to see what I was put on this earth to see because I was so self-absorbed with what wasn't going on in my life and why I didn't have love and why my parents had to die and so many tragedies that was taking place in my life I fixated on that instead of really taking a step back and seeing how awesome I am how great of a mother I am how respectful and kind and passionate I am you know I'm very very courteous and, and and generous and I didn't see any of those things. I just picked out all of the things that I I was going through. Like, oh, I feel like I'm getting fatter. I feel like, you know, nothing is working out for me. I feel like I'm never gonna get my store. I feel like I'm never gonna get married. I was so negative in that negative space after losing my parents that I realized I had to do something about it. And it wasn't getting into another relationship and looking for someone to patch me up to make me whole. I could not even look or wanna be in a relationship with a man If I wasn't together with myself and my insecurities and my shit and my baggage and bag lady, you gon' break your back dragging all the bags like that. That's what I felt like every freaking day until one day I said, "You know what? I want to be in the spirit that I was when before my parents died, before the heartbreak, before losing my virginity, before." any of those things that you consider yourself as an adult, before all of those things, I wanna get back to that girl. That girl was very happy, she was very creative, she was funny, she was annoying, she was like a child. And it was like, I wanted to get back to that. Of course we're adults, of course we're grown, and of course we have bills, and we have children, and husbands, and wives that we have to take care of. But don't forget that childlike innocence that you had, because that's where the love starts. It starts there. And once I had time to sit back and reflect on my shit, excuse my language, but reflect on my baggage and my shortcomings, then I realized, you know, this can easily be fixed because I wasn't always this way. Life made me this way. And I'm gonna take the initiative to do some self inventory and love on me. And what I started doing was going to the gym. I wasn't a fat slaw kebab ever. But I just started going to the gym because I said, I need to get out. I can't just focus my whole life revolved around my business, my daughter, and my, my, my responsibilities. I have to find time for me. I didn't feel like going to the gym. I didn't even go to the gym to lose weight. I went to the gym to get out of the house. And once I started doing that, I started going to the gym and I would put my headphones in and I would just run to clear my mind, you know, losing parents, suck. So I would just go and clear my mind. And then I would come home. And I would, you know, prepare dinner and stuff like that for my daughter. And then the next day, I would just start, you know, putting my makeup on again. You know, because I loved makeup since a kid. And I would just, you know, just get myself cute. Even if I didn't really have anywhere to go, just do that. Then I would start buying myself flowers because I love flowers. And I would go buy flowers for my house. And I would do any little thing that made me feel good. If it's like, go get your nails done, I would go get my nails done. If I had a dollar over lunch money, I would go get my toes and I would get a Brazilian wax too. Even nobody was even checking for it. I wasn't seeing and sleeping with anybody. I was just doing this for me. It wasn't like I was getting cute for a band. I was doing this for me. And that is called loving yourself. And I would just do that. And I would tell myself, you know, if you have a couple of dollars over lunch money, go buy yourself an outfit, you know? You don't have to break the bank. You don't have to buy no Gucci, Valenciaga or anything like that. Valenciaga, you're just treating yourself to whatever it is. If it's a new eyeliner, it's a new lipstick, it's a new perfume, and that's something else that I would do. I would buy me a perfume, I would go to Sephora, and my favorite perfume, I would buy it. It would make me feel so good. So when I would go home and I'm sitting there and I'm bored and I don't have anything to do, I look in my room, I have a brand new perfume, I have new makeup have a new outfit and it's a friday night excuse my language but bitch i am going out Hello, that's the second part of loving yourself. You have to love yourself. You cannot wait for a man to call you and take you on a date, sis. Take yourself on a date and believe me, honey, will you hang out by yourself? Cause I'm a loner and I choose to be a loner because I can't absorb too many people energies and drive me insane. I love going out by myself. I get into so much fun. <laughs> I'm always into the best of the fun. I need the best of the best. And it's just, my light is able to shine not no offense like when i go with my girls it's fun we hanging out we we getting nice we dropping like it's hot but when sometimes you need to just be in your own element you know don't have any distractions you're just in your own element and you're just giving off that vibration to the universe like look i'm comfortable with me i could take myself to dinner i look good smell good taste good feel good now what's good you know that's that confidence that will attract people to you that's the positive vibration as you but before when you were in that dark horrible situation you would attract people that are dark and nasty situations so the moral of the story is love on you first and once you love on you first and you had a place to feel confident no matter what it is if it's your finances if it's your career if you want to go back to school or whatever it is that's going to make you feel comfortable and make you love on yourself more do it And what doesn't make you feel, what makes you feel sick to your stomach, give you butterflies and anxiety, stay away from it. I don't care if it's a damn job, a family member, uh, a best friend, a colleague. I don't care who they are. If they're not bringing out the best in you and they're bringing you down, you got to go. Because God got something better for you. You just got to walk by faith. You got to walk by faith and know that God is going to take care of you no matter what. So the moral of the story is, is there a level to love? yes (laughs) I think there should be levels (laughs) however just love who loves you love yourself first you cannot love anyone if you don't love yourself because you can have the most perfect partner and you'll pick out every flaw that they have because that you are putting on them because you're not comfortable in loving you so I think that love starts with them You can't get in a relationship and think that somebody's going to patch up your broken wounds and make it better. Some women, that's what they do. They're the, you know, the pick me ishas, The ones that's pick me, pick me. I need to be chosen. Choose you. I've never been that girl that's thirsty to be picked. I'm not a pick me isha. The pick me ishas are the girls that date the guys. They're the side chicks. They're comfortable with being the side chick. They're like, oh, I'm going to change his mind because he's going to pick me at the end. Those are pick me issues. I want nothing to do with that. Like, I feel like if a man loves you, he's going to show you. Simple as that, sis. So if you want to know if he loves you, he's going to show you. It shouldn't even be an essay or thesis. Just listen and watch how he treats you. That's it. And then you'll know in your gut if this guy cares about you, respects you, or you're just a booty call. And a pick me Isha. And that being said, before you worry about a a lady loving you, brother, love yourself. And before you worry about a man loving you, sis, love yourself. Okay? Love yourself first. Because when you do, you attract better. And then they know how to come at you. Because they know, like, yo, sure you don't need me. get her hair and her nails done. She don't need me for that. She could do it herself. But nigga, that don't mean that you still can't offer. You can still offer your lady. Like babe, you know, I know you like to get your hair and your nails done and you always pay for that yourself. Let me, let me, let me, let me take care of you today. That's beautiful, brothers. And all fellas too. I mean ladies, if you got a brother and he get haircuts or whatever, get him a face shoe. Do something whatever. Whatever it is that you feel like you want to do to make him happy. You know, it doesn't always have to be material either, if you know what I mean. However, just love you. Love you. Love is love. We all gonna be all right. At the end of the day, if you want positive people to come to your life, you have to love yourself first. If you out here popping pills and shooting drugs in your arm and drinking lean and you think that you're gonna be a good lover to someone, it's not true. You're gonna ruin their lives because you got to love yourself first. And if you're out here doing all these things, that's not, that's not self-love. You're destroying yourself. And at the end of the day, I'm not here to criticize anybody about their vices. But what I do understand and what I know will always be and always forever be at the end of the day is love. It's always going to be love. Hate, you could do that. But love is so much fun. And it's beautiful. It's, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful feeling to wake up and you, like, just start singing Anita Baker. Ooh, ooh, ooh. You in your vibe. You singing Anita Baker in the shower, like, If I could, i give you the world. Wrap it all around you. Listen, y'all got me here turned out right now. Y'all got me out here turned out. I'm feeling great. And... That's just that. So, level up. Love who loves you. If he don't love you, she don't love you. Oh, well. Love on you, and love will come. This is Berry Child coming to you from the streets in Harlem. I know I've been ranting about love and all that other stuff, but I'm in 18 minutes now. It's time for me to get off. I got things to do. Love you guys. Stay safe. Stay protected. Stay guarded. Stay real. Stay strong. Bye.